previously on the Fancast. Hashtag James was wrong. First time that hashtag has ever been used, I think. There will be an update after the game comes out to add friend matching. Alright, awesome. So, hello and welcome to Famicast 57, your Famicast for the latter half of May 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined, as always, as always, <laughs> <laughs> by Mr. James Charlton. El Famicasto es muy controversial. <laughs> exactly what he said. And on my right, or left, or whatever, is Mr. Ty Sugar. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a show, apparently. Danny's just getting it. Da, 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 da. We're, we're done. We're done here. Danny's no, we got... Um, yeah, we, we are. Uh, no, we got tons of cool stuff to talk about today. A lot of listener mail from you guys that we couldn't talk about last time. So we kind of saved it up and got a lot of stuff to talk about regarding that today. Uh, more Xenoblade stuff. Some E3 predictions. that. Woo. Yeah, so we've been working hard, question mark, on coming up with some predictions for E3. And then uh, Ty has been so kind to prepare another game of Faker Real for us, which uh, if you're out there and you want to participate, you definitely can. Um, do that on Twitter. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter. Oh, God, what is this? At the, wait, oh, yeah, at the Famicast on Twitter. Um, if you, I would say send us an email, but we won't be able to check it. So just hit us up on Twitter. So, That's right, yeah. Is it real or did I make it up? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I really dig the sound drop. I love it a lot. <laughs> putting that in there. So, um, before we go ahead and get started, James. Yes. I'm gonna pass it over to you for oh, a few seconds. Right, here. right. So the uh, the audio listeners would have <laughs> the, would have heard how the the show started. So yeah, so last week, last week, uh, last episodes, um, Family Cat talked about Splatoon, and uh, the. Uh, the live test fire thing and everything. We kind of messed up. We slashed I slash Danny slash Ty uh, messed up with a bit of info about Splatoon last episode. I said that there's no matchmaking at all, no friend matchmaking at all. Mm-hmm. Probably because I was reading lots of things and you know it wasn't entirely clear. Let's just say what was going on. So apparently there is matchmaking in Splatoon. You can join friends if they're playing. Um. The thing that's not in the game is like having friend exclusive matches. So like, let's say I see Ty playing, I join Ty. Uh, we might be matched on the same team, or we might be on opposite teams. We'll be playing together, but we might not actually be playing on the same team together. Right. So yeah, and it's the same like even if there's four of us, you know, there could be two on each team, and you know. So the thing that's coming in August is like having friend only matches. It's definitely going to be me you and Ty on the same match, and we're going to stay together no matter what happens, right? So it's that kind of thing, that's that's coming in August. So I'd like to argue that I wasn't entirely wrong, even though I wasn't entirely right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, also you could blame Nintendo for not being entirely clear about this whole thing, you know, 
what exactly is going to be in the game and release. Um, but yeah, there you have it. There is friend. Uh, you can join friends. It, it could be like Mario Kart, you know, you, you join someone's game and then a swift five to ten minutes later, you're playing with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in uh, August, it'll be more like Smash Brothers. You know, you can make a friend match and get everyone in there, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of funny. I think we're all taken aback by the, um, the negativity to the last uh, episode. Right. I wasn't. <laughs> Ty wasn't. Ty, Ty laughed it up. But yeah, I thought um, I didn't think we were that negative against Splatoon. I guess I was. No, actually, right. Ty. I mean, you weren't even that negative, really. I oh, mean, you said okay. you, you said went, you pretty much liked it, but you didn't. You hated the music, which that's fine. I I kind of like the music. I think it's fine. I didn't but, hate the music that much, but the thing is, like. I had that title screen up for an hour while I set up <laughs> my stream and got ready for the event, and I hated that by the end of it a lot. Yeah, and I guess I should have just spoken up more. So after Ty had said that, I should have said, you know, I actually do like the music, especially like when you win, like the, you know, the the points when it totals up the points. That screen, I thought it's got some great, uh, I thought it's got some great music in that bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, so <laughs> yeah. So apparently, there's this NeoGaf thread um, uh, dedicated to Splatoon, and you know, some people had commented about what we were talking about the last episode, and some people just blew it out of proportion, like thought that we'd shat on Splatoon the whole episode or something like that. Um, yeah, I compared it to another game, and they really hated that. Right, yeah. So it was the train of thought was Ty compared it to Team Fortress 2, and then somebody in NeoGAF said, the whole of Famicast thinks it plays like Team Fortress 2, <laughs> which is not true. Only Ty said that. Yeah. And then someone later in the thread said, every Nintendo World Report podcast hates Splatoon. And then that swiftly, <laughs> that swiftly snowballed into everyone in Nintendo World Report hates Splatoon. And then it was every single person associated with NWR hates Splatoon. And then it ended with NWR is the most worthless website known to man and no one should trust their opinion ever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I always hear about these things, you know, like things, uh, you know, things spiraling out of control on the internet. I've never been actually involved one in myself. So that was quite uh, amazing to see. (laughs) It's like from one, like, one word to snowballs into, you know, like a tirade of bullshit. <laughs> so that was, uh, <laughs> it was quite uh, amazing to see. Um, so, yeah. But uh, for I, I have to say, though, for every negative comment, we had twice as many uh, people sticking up for us and, and uh, people on Twitter saying that they love the show and they like what we do. So, yeah, thank you to everyone who gave us uh, the good vibes. And Burn it down. Burn it down. So, yeah, just to recap, both me and Ty said we liked it and we thought it was fun. And I don't think either of us said we were going to buy it at launch, but I don't think that's either of us, either of our faults, seeing as it's not entirely going to be finished, it seems. And, you know, the funny thing was, like, um, RFN hadn't been published at that point, and I think RFN were actually maybe even slightly more, more negative against it. I haven't well, listened, but that's what I heard about it. Listening listening to that episode, I mean, I it just sounds like they're just kind of 
they're more sure ba- they're balanced. Like, as yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, it was fine. Yeah. It, it was more or less just them saying, like, hey, we're unsure of how this product is going to be. Is this, I mean, it, same, something along the lines, like, if people are going to play this, I mean, then they're going to have a lot of people to play with, and this can be potentially, like, you know, a lot of fun. I don't know. Like, a lot of stuff like that. I didn't really take it as, like, being negative. I just thought, take it as, like, just them uh, being worried yeah. about potential problems. Well, yeah, re- realistic, I guess. And uh, the other, they brought up lots of good points, like how you know there have been lots of huge, big budget um, online shooters with you know people from companies that have got massive experience in these kind of games, and they failed, you know, um, like Evolve and uh, you know lots of other games, you know, uh, you know based you know with people with you know a huge backlog of FB, like FPSs and third person shooters in their back catalog, and you know. People have just stopped playing it, or they just, you know, they don't play it anymore. And yeah, this it's a fear like that could happen with Splatoon. You know, there's like a huge mass of people at first, but then you know it slowly dies out. And you know, I personally hope that doesn't happen. You know, I hope when I get the game, you know, around about August, um, uh, I'm, I don't know, I might even wait for my birthday. We'll see what happens. And you know, when everything's been patched in, and if there's people still playing, you know. Um, that's going to be great, and I think I really hope it is like the Mario Kart of third-person shooters, like they want it to be. You know, um, there's lots of people who don't, who are intimidated, intimidated by shooters online, and you know, there's good reason to be, because you know, people like Ty are there ready to. Shoot, <laughs> 360 no scope headshot MLT Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Illuminati. Take that ground, weed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, for me, well, here in Japan, at the time of, you know, we're doing the live show right now, so there's a live, oh, God, what the hell, a new test fire coming out at 7 in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, can, depending on how much I drink the rest of the evening, <laughs> I might or might not get up in the morning to play this, but, you know, I really want to play it, and I'm really considering getting this game at launch. My only hang-up... Dude, 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 there's another one tomorrow? Yes. I thought there was last week. No. Yeah, That's there's tomorrow. there is one oh. tomorrow. Yes. Uh, oh, I, I really thought that was last week. <laughs> only? I thought there was one later. Only one, as far as I know. Last Sunday, I like tweeted out a picture. Of, oh, right, yeah, I remember now. Because I tweeted out a trolley picture that I made of um, the, <laughs> the time zones. I was like, you know, America is like... Screw going to the gym, play Splatoon instead, because it's mm-hmm. midday. And in Japan, it's like, um, fuck your Sunday sleeping, you're playing Splatoon like that. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is tomorrow, isn't it? I don't know if I can get up. I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to play it again. But, I mean, for me, I mean, I've never even played the game. I didn't get to play the last test fire, but uh, the only thing that's going to keep me from actually probably getting this at launch <laughs> is whether or not I actually finish Xenoblade. Um, yeah. Which I'm getting actually pretty far in, which you'll hear about in a couple of minutes here. But um, I think that that pretty much covers our <laughs> thoughts on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, are, there are a couple of other things that people saying like we we said for sure that there are only going to be four loadouts, <laughs> which I think Ty said, are there only going to be four loadouts? And I said, probably not. <laughs> and then then Ty said, oh right. <laughs> and then that was it. So for yeah. some reason, people took that as they confirmed only four loadouts. You know. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, what can you Whatever. say? I mean, if you're listening to a podcast and you're finding yourself getting so bent out of shape where you're like stressing about it or something, just 
fucking take a chill pill and just relax for a second. I no, mean, don't. Get matter. Get even. <laughs> Burn it down. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure, you know, we, we, we were wrong in a couple of things, and that's fine. I'm sorry, and, you know, we'll try not to do it again. No problem. I was wrong. Here. I, also, I, also, I also like the idea that people are judging everything we say, and if we say one thing that doesn't fit their... You know, own opinion. They're just like, fuck it. I'm not, never listening to the Pimecast ever again. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck those assholes. <laughs> just <laughs> delete that NWR bookmark. Unfollow <laughs> all the twitters. It's like you know, seriously. If you live your life, you know, if you only talk to people or you know, listen to people that have the exact same opinion as you on everything, I think you'd have a pretty boring life. <laughs> you know, opinions exist. You know. We should be more adversarial on this podcast. <laughs> Actually, one, one person said that they do enjoy our rants, and that's uh, a reason why they like to listen. So, yeah. For everyone person that hates us, there's someone that loves us. So <laughs> we'll just keep doing what we're doing, and we hope that enough people listen, and then <laughs> enough people don't, uh, you know, stop listening to us forever and uh, hack NWR. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But yes, we do appreciate everyone who listens. In all honesty, if I can take off my trolling hat for five seconds, starting now. Thank you all for listening, and we love you guys. And keep listening. Okay, put it back on. Fuck. Screw you guys. <laughs> Screw you on the hill. There you go. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get on with the actual show now, Dan? I, I think maybe that'd be a good idea. So um, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to new business. I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and start off with new business. Um, I've been, as a lot of you guys know out there, I know you two guys maybe know, I know James at least knows, Ty, maybe you know too. Yes. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U, a.k.a. just Xenoblade, or sorry, Cross here in Japan. And um, the last time I talked, I think I was right around like 40 hours or so into the game, and um, I was just getting, I was really, really close to the point where I was going to unlock the scale uh, you know, giant robot mech, aka <laughs> dolls, as they call them here in Japan, for some reason. Excuse me. <laughs> I was gonna have a brand new doll. Oh, okay. With. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so you know, since the last podcast, I actually unlocked that uh, a, a doll, aka scale, and so Danny's been... the first person in the world to get one. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure that's true. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Actually, you know, I'm going to go back. Yeah, I'm absolutely the first person <laughs> in the world to ever do that. Um, no, well, I, so, think, uh, I think JJ on the 8.4 podcast, I think he said he was 60 hours in and he didn't didn't have one. Now, 
And when I heard that, I was like, there's no fucking way Danny's going to have it. <laughs> now, I can imagine because well probably, I mean, he said he was doing a lot of side quests and stuff like that. And if you're doing that, I mean, Jesus, you're going to be sinking a lot of time in outside of this regular story stuff. For me, personally, I was just I just wanted to get as far into the story as I could because I was thinking, I want to be able to pilot, you know, these big mechs. I mean, mm. that's kind of one of my main reasons to want to play this game. And... Um, I mean, God, I, I was talking. To, I think I talked to you about this, James. Mm-hmm. This is the process of getting these mechs in this game, the skills. It's it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you have to go through, which you know, it, I guess you could say that kind of helps you extend like the gameplay or whatnot. But um, so you know, in games like Final Fantasy VI, you know, the you get the airship like almost at the end of the game or near the last half of the game. Is that right? Don't ask me. I've never beat it. So, uh, um, like, I would say like a little true. before the halfway point, maybe. Okay. So I was think I was just trying to think. Is does it you know compared to that kind of thing? You know, you get the coolest form of transport. You know, right at the end where you know you can only use it for a couple of hours and then the game's over. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. In Secret of Mana, the only RPG to actually be released in Europe, um, <laughs> uh, had the dragon. I think the dragon was like you know really near the end, if I remember correctly. And it's also it's an awesome way to fly around and get everywhere, but, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a bit late in the game. <laughs> right. so. Well, you know, with, with the mechs, I mean, this is about the halfway point through the game. And, you know, I, with my impressions I wrote up on the site and with stuff that I saw on the last podcast, I'm trying to not give away any spoilers or anything like that to spoil the game for you guys out there because, you know, this is coming to the West, and I don't want you guys to, uh, you know, go in with any type of, Thoughts of like, oh my god, this happens in the story. Fuck you, Danny. You know. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty crazy, right? I mean, do you think? Can you feel like? Is there a lot of hype for this? Because like, you know, on NWR, I was streaming like pretty much the whole game. I think Jared, um, Jared Rosenberg, he's streaming the whole game, right? Like, we've got, I don't know, maybe twelve hours of the game yeah, on but the even, NWR TV. Yeah, even that. That's not even close to sure, sure, sure. the whole game. I, I, don't, I don't know. From like from. From the people I follow on Twitter and stuff like you know the Twitterverse doesn't seem to be that hyped for this game. Even though this is this is all you're getting, guys. You're not getting Zelda this year. This is your right. this is your big hundred hour game. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe people are just saving their hype for when this gets you know localized. I don't know. It could be. I mean, are people just like covering up their ears until they can play it in English? I guess. Or, they um, could be. I mean, you know, every once in a while, I'll just go to Game FAQs, the boards, and just see what people are saying. And, you know, you got a lot of fans on there that are really excited about this and talking about some of the just the weird stuff, like, you know, 13-year-old girls in bikinis or... <laughs> it's a Japanese RPG. I think that's the wrong thread, happen. Danny. <laughs> sorry, guys. You're getting your threads mixed up. Yeah, sorry. Oh, wrong board. <laughs> no, but, I mean, you know, so I think there's, among, like, hardcore Nintendo fans that also happen to like RPGs that are from Japan. So, I mean, it's still right, like a small group true. of people. But I think this small... We'll have Japanese people, reviews. Eh, it, a lot of those people do on those boards. Um, so, I don't know. It's I mean, Some of the people just actually honestly have just questions about like this or that, and it's kind of interesting just to see what type of stuff that they're asking about. I don't know. I can't even think of any good examples off the top of my head, but you know they're they're curious about different things in the game, and um, I guess getting back to the dolls or the AKA the skills, um, you know, as soon as I did unlock them, and like I said, it's kind of a, a really tedious project or process 
to uh, unlock these things. You have like several missions that you have to go through, uh, quests that you have to go through to unlock these, and they're not really related to driving <laughs> or piloting some kind of a mech. Uh, if you collect ten mushrooms, you can have a giant robot. Yes. Okay. Slight spoiler alert. Collect like <laughs> six dragonflies, and that's part of what can help you. You kidding pilot. me, right? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, my, you know, sometimes my trolling becomes reality, and it scares me. Sometimes it's real, and it truly scares me. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I will just go off and just say this. I mean, I really game. I've been having a lot of fun with it, but when I got to this point where I have to go around looking for bullshit that has basically no relevance to anything at all. And was then, the bullshit after the butterflies? No, no, no. I mean, this is... Ten piles of bullshit? The, the way that you even, like, access these grasshoppers and other items and okay. stuff in the game, they're like the little crystals that are just, like, sitting, like, throughout the game world. So you have no idea what it is you're actually picking up when you actually first walk through the, these oh, crystals. Oh, man, I see. So, and most of the time, once you find where they're at, they'll, like, respawn, and then you can walk right through... But one particular area where I was trying to get these things, it just, they just wouldn't, it just wouldn't reappear anymore. And it was just getting just stupid. Because it's like, okay, I know this thing is going to appear here, but it is just not showing up. And that, so, that just, so, like, grasshoppers and butterflies look the same? They're just No, it's not. Diamonds? Like, you, don't see, you don't see a physical, like, grasshopper or butterfly mm -hmm. or dragonfly flying around. No, right. it's just like a crystal that represents, like, an item. And the item happens to be a dragonfly something or other. So, okay. I mean, that's just an example. And I, I don't want you guys out there to think that th this game is shit just because of this. But just go in thinking and just realizing that there is some type of just, you know, fetch questy type of bullshit sometimes that you have to go through. <laughs> well, Danny, a quicker way would just to describe it would have been it's a Japanese RPG. <laughs> <laughs> People who like these games, they, they, they expect this kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. So, to, some, to some degree, just, you know, how much of that, you know, your tolerance levels vary, right? Right. But anyways, I guess, you know, talking about just actually flying the scales and, like, getting to pilot them around and stuff, you do, especially when you're at the kind of the midpoint of the game when you get these things, you do kind of realize, like, wow, these things really, this one that you have, this really kind of adds to how strong you are in battle and stuff like that. So it's really cool just to have, like, this, you know, this this greater amount of power to so, destroy so enemies. Can you... Can you gun down the uh, T-Rexes now? No, those things would be nothing. But it, it depends. Some enemies are more geared towards, like, fighting the scales, or, or the scales and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if, whereas if you would try to fight them on foot, you might have some big problems with these things. But if you're fighting them in the scale, it might be a little bit easier to fight them. So um, the, the scale has a, has a gun attached to it? You can customize it with a lot of things. I mean, you can customize the colors of all over the place, and um, you can buy all sorts of different weapons, you know, guns, missiles, and all sorts of different stuff. So you have a lot of weapons at your disposal when you actually have this thing. So the, with the draw distance, can you, like, can you attack massive dinosaurs from a distance and you can that, hit them? That's the thing. It's basically, it's still the same battle system. You still have to be within uh, a certain okay, I see. to attack. And then, mm -hmm. too, because like I said, on my Wii U, I don't have enough room to download the extra data packs so I can make the enemies load up faster and stuff. <laughs> you know, you can only see, you know, the enemies from a certain distance with the way I have it set up right now. But, okay. yeah. So if, 
as soon as you as soon as it gets rendered, you know, you can attack it. Or if you fight a missile, with it, might it just go through it because <laughs> no, you're not I mean, in attack mode or something? <laughs> you you can't attack it unless it's within view. I mean, there's there's okay. no way that's gonna like. You know, also, like up. the attack um, menus and things don't show up. Is that what you're basically? Mean? Yeah. Okay, I get you. Because there's nothing to lock on. To initiate like an, a, a battle, you have to press like R. And then once you do that, then you can start fighting like monsters and stuff. Gotcha. So, so you can't just fire at the environment for fun. No, 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 no. It's it, I mean this is an RPG. This is like you know Knights of Old Republic, like that type of stuff, where you have to be in range of an enemy before you can actually do any attacks. This is not Zelda. This isn't like <laughs> you know this isn't Splatoon. <laughs> you can't just fire you know at will. So, do you, Ty, do you get any like flying mounts in Skyrim? Um. I I believe yeah you can get um, a shout that lets you ride a dragon if I oh. remember correctly and you can control him and do any go anywhere yeah um, if I remember that's in the DLC only okay. well I mean you you can use it anywhere in the main world but you have to have the the one of the DLC packs it's been a while but yeah. I seem to remember that. My Pet Dragons DLC. Yeah. Cool. Well, right off the bat, too, with the scales, I mean, you... Maybe this is slightly spoilery. I think this has been kind of on the internet, but you actually cannot <laughs> fly. <laughs> um, so you're just... But you do have, like, some kind of, like, a booster on the back of your machine, so you can actually make some really, like, really... Uh, crazy jumps and stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, even if you're not riding in one of the scales, even if you're on foot, sometimes if you're climbing up like the side of a mountain, you can like almost get up the side of a mountain sometimes by just carefully placed jumps and stuff. And with the scales, it's even more, it's a little bit more easy to do that sometimes too. So okay, um, so it works more like Cybernator than um, rather than basically, just flying. Basically, you know, you you eventually get as far as I understand, I. Pretty sure. I, actually, it's something I just uh, when I was playing today. Um, you you will have the ability to fly. It's just I haven't got it yet. It's just um, it's not quite. Well, that, that kind of makes sense. You don't just want to instantly get you know the best mech ever, right? And right, go right. Anywhere, right. And even the first mech you you have, it's not. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's not bad. But there are definitely better mechs that you can get later on, and that makes perfect sense. Because if you have you know the god mech, you know from the middle of the game, then there's going to be no challenge involved. So, cool. But no, and you know, again, I, I'm really enjoying the stuff. I, there's some cool stuff in the story that I will not tell you. <laughs> it's just something that I think needs to be experienced. And um, yeah, if you like JRPGs, I think this is right up your alley. And it, it's it's a gorgeous game. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, look forward to it. How's the Shulk Amiibo integration? <laughs> Great. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> yeah. Makes the pants fall off your your uh, robot. Exactly. I love pants. Awesome. I mean, no pants. Hello. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, um, that pretty much does it for me. Next, with new business, James? Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Last episode, um, I don't think I talked about New Super Mario Bros. U, did I? Uh, No, 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 you did not. Okay. 
So yeah, I I went back to uh, New Super Mario Brothers U. Um, I think I've been kind of hinting at that. I want to kind of just complete this game, get it out of the way. Just want to have it done, you know, <laughs> so I can move on with my life. I, I understand like, that. I don't like to <laughs> leave these things lingering. Um, so yeah, you know what? I got through like a couple more worlds and I really feel like I'm forcing my way through this game and it's really weird like I don't know I'm not really gonna talk about the game itself because you know everyone knows about it more like how I'm kind of like done with New Super Mario Brothers like forever um, and this game kinda helped me realize that which is really weird is because you know I played New Super Mario Brothers 2 you know the six golden showers, whatever it's called. Um, I played that game to completion. I did everything in that game. I got the freaking million coin bullshit. You know, I got the gold, gold Mario amiibo before there was a gold Mario amiibo on my title screen. <laughs> um, you know, and I didn't really... I, I kind of enjoyed myself, I guess. Um, there were some parts of it that I liked. I liked the, the street pass mode of, in that game. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And, and there were some good levels, um, but most of it was pretty much cookie-cutter, cut-and-paste. And maybe that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back, but and I, I should have maybe stopped there. Maybe I shouldn't have gotten used to the Mirror as you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because now it just feels like that again. Um, even though it's been like... How, it's <clears> two, like I, I played that game when it first came out. Uh, right. I mean, they're both 2000. They're both 2012. So, 2012. Okay, so that's when I. Okay, so yeah, so shit, three years ago. I thought that would have been enough time, because um, you know, I always planned to get a Wii U much later. You know, after all my studies were done and everything. So I was, I, don't know, I was kind of looking forward to playing it. You know, I was like, okay, three years. That's a, that's a hell of a gap. You know, I, I can be over it by then. Mm. But I'm, I'm really not. Three years is not enough. I mean. I am that kind of type, like, um, for example, like, I've only ever played one Pokemon game mm-hmm. that was blue, and that was enough for me, and, like, every time I check back at it, and it's like, nope, it still looks the same game to me, maybe next year, maybe the next one, and, you know, it, it happens every single time. Right. Animal Crossing, I played Wild World on the DS to death. I got, you know, I don't think I got everything, but I got a lot. I played that game maybe for two years solid, hmm. um, you know, Daily and then weekly and then monthly and then never. <laughs> kind sure, of slowly yeah. petered out, right? So I'm. I think I've reached the point where I've kind of I'm at that level with New Super Mario Brothers now. It's that's my game that I'm I'm done with now. <laughs> I don't think I can play anymore. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, with with um, Mario Maker coming out later this year, um, mm-hmm. this could be basically the last. Yeah, I think of New Super Mario Brothers that we will ever see in Mar in Mario Maker. So, uh, I mean, yeah, because in the hands of some crazy people out there, I can imagine they can make some pretty crazy stuff. Not, I mean, you know, you can just replace the different skins, so it doesn't really matter. But that might make New Super Mario Brothers irrelevant and make Nintendo go back to the drawing board and actually maybe make something that's actually kind of original and just looks better and just not recycled. And it's got. Uh, Mario World skins, right? So I can just uh, relive the best Mario game ever, which is Mario World, because I love that game. And that never gets old. <clears throat> so I'll just play Mario World, uh, you know, 
levels till I die. Because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to buy a new Super Mario Brothers game again. Or Mario Brothers 3. I like Mario Brothers 3 as well. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I don't like the first one, though. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> Just those physics. Nah. But, I mean... Kind of go back to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I like all the Mario Brothers games, but, I mean, yeah, definitely my favorite is probably either 3 or World. Uh, it's just, like, always a toss-up for me. Yeah. It just depends. For me, it's World because that's the one I started it all with. You know, it's, with 3, it was All-Stars and... You're telling me you didn't start with the first one? What kind of Nintendo fan are you? A <laughs> <laughs> guy who st- started late. Yeah. <laughs> you can pretend that was my first home console. I was a Game Boy kid, you know. Okay, okay. We, uh, yeah, I, well, straight up, my family couldn't afford it. NES when they came out, so <clears throat> Game Boy was a good uh, thing to keep me going. That's why I love <laughs> Mario Land. Four! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I love Mario Land, Mario Land 2. Hmm. Um, yeah, those are my games. Those, that, that's my Super Mario Brothers. Like, Super Mario Land is my Super Mario Brothers. So, okay. so yeah. Um, I can't promise that I'll finish this game, but I don't know. Should I keep going? I don't know, you're it, probably doing better than me. I, st- I stopped playing in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel bad, but, you know, at the same time, not. <laughs> it's sure. not my fault that, you know, it, it's the same game every every single time, you know. Right. I've, you know, I've 120 Power Star every single, not Power Star, gold coined every single game up until this point, so... You know, it's not like I'm a quitter, you know. I've yeah. put in the time. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, let's move on. Um, so, yeah, next, next I want to talk about Battlegrounds. Um, <laughs> the best uh, Street Pass game around. Uh, yeah, definitely still my favorite. Uh, I completed it uh, last week. Oh man! Um, got yeah, got to the last boss, and yeah, the last boss is pretty crazy, pretty hard, and um, yeah, I went through quite a few me's street pass me's to get to beat that son of a bitch. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's really good. I really like the boss battles actually, and um, you got some really unique ideas there. Um, yeah, you've got you know like redneck farmer zombies, and you know robot zombies, and all these kind of things. Um, and yeah, the mission variety is is really good. And um, so now I've finished it. Um, something that uh, I think Johnny alluded to this on uh, RFN: the the Street Pass games that have an ending mm-hmm. tend to get boring faster than you know ones that are kind of endless, you know, easily repeatable. You know, something like um, Find Me. You know, as mm-hmm. soon as you finish, you just kind of go back to the beginning, and it's just kind of like an endless loop. Right. But with with the shoot 'em up one. Um, uh, I can't remember the uh, Americanized title. It's probably something crazy. Like, Space Quest Me! Or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is. It's called Street Pass Shooter in Japanese. Um, that one, like, as soon as I finished the last boss in that one, I really couldn't be asked with going back and getting the medals in the earlier ones. Like, you know, you have to get all the diamonds or don't get hit once, things like that, and you get right. little uh, extra bonuses for each thing. I... I Tried for the first few levels and I just kind of got bored. So with with this one, Street Bass Zombies, um, there are levels that unlock. So it's it's similar to the shooting one. Like once you've beaten the game, that's kind of it. But there's a secret unlockable level on each world, mm-hmm. and to unlock them, you have to get these um, gold medals, which you have to earn by uh, doing well 
being good at the regular levels. So like complete it in under three minutes, um, defeat 70 zombies in this stage within the time limit, things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's also a rare zombie. I don't know what that would be in the English version, but in, in Japanese it's called rare zombie, which I'm assuming it's some kind of uh, enemy that you unleash somehow by doing something, mm-hmm. doing a, a killing a certain amount of zombies or doing something in the level, maybe flicking a switch or something. I actually haven't found any of them. Hmm. Uh, so once you defeat the rare zombie, you get another gold medal with that. So each level's got four gold medals. Um, so the first one's kind of easy. The first level to unlock is you only need 20 gold medals. It's kind of easy to unlock. But the next one, you need 70, and the next one after that's like 100. So you have to pretty much you know, do well on all the levels to, to unlock them. I don't think you have to perfect every single level, but you know you have to get quite a few perfects to get that amount. So I'm probably going to try. Uh, I'm almost there with unlocking the second one. The first secret level was pretty cool, actually. It was um, it's basically just infinite zombies coming at you, and you've mm-hmm. just got about three minutes to kill as many as you can. So it's quite fun to just replay that level. You know, just unleashing all the super attacks, you know, like I, was, like I said a few episodes ago, like putting all the zombies on a bus and sending them to hell or dancing <laughs> dancing with them like Michael Jackson mm-hmm. or sending, sending them to school um, the, or superhero eye-beaming them to death. There's lots of cool ones like that. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun to do that. Um, Ty might call it something like uh, Dead Island Babies Edition or whatever. But <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Dead Island is a really bad game. Okay. This free-to-play <laughs> DS thing sounds way better. <laughs> Except it's five, uh, 400 yen? 500 yen? <laughs> yeah, it is fun. It is fun. I do like it. And I'm still playing it. And I'm still street passing, even to this day. Um Street Pass, definitely the most long-lasting 3DS feature. Um, definitely cool. And the other, talking of free-to-play, actually, Ty, there is actually a free-to-play game that released uh, last week-ish. Um, it's got, <laughs> it's the push mo pull blocks, uh, pull down your blocks, whatever it's called. This is the, <laughs> the third one, uh, stretch mo. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I don't know what that would be called in the other regions. You know, it's Hiku Osu, and then what was the other one, Danny? Uh, Hiku Osu, uh, Hiku Otsu. Otsu, and then uh, this one. This one. Oh, God, I totally forgot. Well, Nobi, Nobi is stretch, so maybe Hiku, Hiku Nobi? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, I think it still sounded pretty similar <laughs> to the other okay. three, to the other two, rather. Anyway, it's, a, it's, it's the third installment in the, in the Mo trilogy. <laughs> well, yeah, and then the, or the blocks H- trilogy, and the HD remake, you know, on the Wii. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get um, the tr- the tutorial levels, six levels for free, mm-hmm. and then you can buy packs of levels after that. You know, like Famicom Icon pack for five hundred yen, blah blah blah, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I completed the tutorial levels, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. And yep. yeah, that was it. Did you? Did you <laughs> I'm not play playing the... anything. Did you play the original games at all? I've got the I've got I bought Pushmo. Okay. Uh, I didn't buy the second one, the the fall, the one that the 
Well, it's a pull blocks. Yeah. And actually, you know, when it comes down to it, I think the second one's just a lot better of a game because there's just yeah. more stuff that you can do with the blocks and whatnot. But, I mean, mm. it got to the point where I was playing those games and I just like, man, I mean, Ty, I know, you, you know, you have your Scrub Quotes account for people that are bad at video games and have a bad attitude about it. Yes. I may be bad at video games, but I don't have a bad attitude about it because I know I'm bad sometimes and that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> right. That's fine. I don't make excuses. It's like, this that's, is it. I'm not that great. So That's a normal part of growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, stretch mode. Um, try the uh, free, de- free demo and then don't buy anything else. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, and if you do want to buy it, I know here in Japan it's something around the line, long, long lines, like 1,000 yen, I think, with a discount price Jeez. on uh, all the, you know, I mean, it's like about 14 bucks worth of stuff or something like that, and I think all around the world you can get I from didn't a, pay that much for Pushmo, did I? How much is Pushmo? I thought it was like six hundred or something, seven hundred. It might have been like seven. Yeah. Yeah. It was I know it was one of the first big premium, you know, uh, games that everyone had to own. But you know, I think I've said it before, I got kinda got quickly bored of that, you know, by the two hundredth level. Um, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of levels in that game. There's a lot of levels, yeah. Yeah, except the first uh, 125 is a granddad telling you, don't push the block to the left, push it to the right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that gets kind of annoying after a yeah. bit. After, yeah, after the first hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm done. Danny, um, you've already gone, so I guess it's Ty. Yeah, party time. I've played a lot of games. You know, I play Killer Instinct all day, every day. Um, Treat to I've the been... video viewers, right, Ty, behind you? Yeah. Yeah, this is... Ty's uh... got his Killer Instinct body pillow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Orchard, Orchard's bosom around his, right. around his ears. Right. If you're not watching the video version, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I've been playing that. Cinder's out. I don't remember if he was out for the last uh, podcast. I think he was. He's cool. Yeah. It's got a, a there's an amazing new rendition of his uh, amazing theme song. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Uh, they showed the 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 new character today very briefly at uh, the Combo Breaker tournament, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, a robot woman with three, <laughs> three bodies, three life bars, and she she she's basically Marvel vs. Capcom three in okay. Killer Instinct. The you whole... can assist, you can tag. It's a, a lot of nonsense. Uh, <laughs> the the trailer and stuff should be out soon ish. So I'll I'll just let that be. Let's look at the list. Um, I've been playing State of Decay nonstop. That has been my main game this month. I know I talked about it last time. I've since gotten all of the achievements, and I'm still playing. <laughs> right, because uh, right, I think I may have mentioned there's like a survival mode. Mm-hmm. And you, you have like just some basic objectives to gather some resources, and then um, 
move on to the next uh, level. Mm-hmm. But the difficulty continually escalates, and I don't even know what the last one is. I I looked on YouTube, and there were people playing at level 99. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and it, like to go up each level probably takes uh, an hour or a couple hours at least. Maybe on the hundredth level, the game gets patched and it actually works. <laughs> I mean, the game works. I, right? I, I still run into some some kind of gnarly bugs sometimes. Like, um, for a mission, you'll have to go interact with a, a survivor and bring them back to your base, and. They're supposed to run into your base when you're close enough, and then the mission stops. And then, like, sometimes, I don't know what the condition is, they just they just don't run in, they just stand there. And, like, and, like <laughs> the right. mission doesn't conclude. So what you have to do is you have to kind of manually push them in <laughs> as they oh, wow. stand there. Oh, man, I'm getting flashbacks of Goldeneye, Natalia. Get yeah. in the fucking lift, man! <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Or just some oddball bugs. Like sometimes zombies will kind of wiggle through a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's not that bad. I think it gives the game a little bit of character. Yeah. Well, it's free to play, right? So whatever. Yeah, it's well, no, it's like twenty bucks, but. Hyper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right back at me. Uh. <laughs> What else did I play? Uh, I played a couple of the games that actually are free for Xbox Live Gold subscribers. Castle Storm is pretty fun. It's uh, it's like Tower Defense and Angry Birds and a MOBA put together. Hmm. Interesting combination. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you got two opposing castles. You try to knock the other castle down with your... Angry Bird like uh, cat, <laughs> catapult thing, but at the same time you're also putting out troops that like just walk over to their side and you try to steal their flag or knock down their castle, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And you can also use like a lot of spells, and you can also bring down a hero to manually fight. So yeah, it is all those things I just said. Wow, yeah, definitely, that's crazy. Uh, it's interesting. It's fun. It's got some really high production quality. It's got like all these cutscenes and really amazing music. So yeah, it's nice. Well, uh, Idarb. I guess. Excuse me. God bless you. <laughs> uh, I guess the the actual title has a hashtag in front of it. Hashtag I D A R B. Okay. It draws a red box. It's it's basically like a. Like a 2D pixel sports kind of thing. Like you just try to grab a ball and throw it into the other person's goal. Mm-hmm. And it's really simple to play. And um, it's got some fun, quirky features where you can uh, draw your own character just, you know, pixel by pixel. It's, it's basically like the size of a Mario Paint uh, stamp. Mm-hmm. That's what your character is. And you can also make your own little theme song in the game. <laughs> and your own flag for your team, and how, how does how does that work? You can like hum it into the microphone. No, uh, <laughs> it has a little music creation interface. Cool. And after you do it, you can share it with a QR code. You uh, 
it generates a QR code for you automatically, and you can just put put it put it on the internet. Like take a screenshot with your Xbox or whatever. Just so, like Pushmo. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of my time playing this was actually like waving around my laptop in front of my connect, <laughs> like trying to get it to pick up the QR codes. <laughs> uh, you kept on you kept on ordering pizza by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's fun though. Uh, the announcer is amazing. It's, it's it's basically on the level of the NBA Jam announcer, except a little more nonsensical. <laughs> it's like memes everywhere. Hmm. And there's another feature of this game is that it actually integrates with Twitter. You can tweet uh, at the idar bot with. Uh, like the four-letter code for the game, and it will um, throw in some crazy effects into the game. So if someone's playing it on live stream, you basically fuck with them. <laughs> so that's fun. And you have to do that to get one of the achievements, so that's good. Certainly some novel concepts. One more thing, there's uh, a lot of pre-made guest teams that are like characters from other games. There's a whole WayForward team with like Shantae characters. There's Killer Instinct 2 team. Whoa. Yeah, so I like those guys. Hmm. I think there's a there's a Halo team. There's a whole bunch. And, like, you know, if they're not in there, you just make your own or Sports download it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I... I mean, I immediately got, like, QR codes for, like, Street Fighter characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these, like, some of these made them using Pixel Art? Yeah, there's an in-game interface to do that and share them. Nice. Yeah, so... Fuck copyright. (sighs) Yeah, I know, right? I hate copyright. (laughs) No respect for the law. What what else? China? I thought you were in Japan with China. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What else? I played some Sniper Elite 3. I bought that when it was like Super cheap, like five or ten dollars. Is that or something. any good? It seemed like no. It's so bad. Okay, I hate okay. that game. I'm probably not gonna play it again. One question: How many testicles did you make explode? A lot. <laughs> I mean, that that's a that's the the thing. It's there's like these gruesome Mortal Kombat esque X-ray yeah. headshot slow mo, uh, innards sh- destroyed, yeah. bones shattered hyper-violence, and it's super satisfying. But, you know, the controls are terrible because <laughs> you can't configure the controls. Oh, wonderful. There, there's not even, like, pre-mades. It's just like, here you go. Here are the controls. Deal with it. I think I saw that on Wii U here in Japan yeah, for, like, 8,000 yen. <laughs> yes, that is very true. It is, like, 8,000 yen game on Wii U here and no one fucking buys it. And, and that, didn't they remove the multiplayer or something out of it as well? They probably removed the whole game and it's just a blank <laughs> disc. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's trash and I imagine it's worse on Wii U. Um, <laughs> well, feature-wise, definitely. Yeah. It did uh, remind me, though, uh, a feature they have on PS4 now, apparently, is you can uh, recon. <laughs> You can remap controls like outside of the game interface, so you can remap anything to everything. Oh. And I hope they uh, do that on Xbox One because that might make this game playable. <laughs> yeah, that was for people who want to switch the X and Z 
O, X and yeah. circle buttons, right? For cancel and select and Excellent. go back. Yeah. I got pretty used to that with my PS3 because my PS3 is a Japanese one and it was just like that. You know, the X was back and then the circle was a confirm. But now I have an American PS4. Wait, is it the other way around? Uh, God, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> but, you know, it was like that when I played my friend's PS3s back in the States, it would be reverse and it would just kind of just, you know, catch me off guard. But... Anyway, yeah, um, that's a real mess of fighting game tournaments, let me tell you. <laughs> we have like this, the mix of American and Japanese consoles as well as a mix of Playstations and Xboxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. So, and every now and then some clown has like a stick where the, the buttons aren't even labeled. <laughs> <laughs> and Or somebody puts the American version in a Japanese console and you have to, you have to kind of think for a second, like, which console am I on? Because <laughs> the game doesn't matter, because the console will automatically. <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what game is this? <laughs> so, so you see a lot of false starts sometimes on streams, or people like accidentally backing out of menus. Hmm. Uh, it's a mess. Um. So yeah. The, those are the games I've been playing. I've been uh, doing a little experimenting, doing tutorials on uh, Unity the development interface. If I make something playable, I'll certainly share it with you guys. Cool, cool. Yeah. I'll review it for you. Yeah. I'll review the 3DS version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did do some stuff with Visual Studio a few months back. I made a thing move around. <laughs> right? Move the sprite, the game. One out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the eShop. <laughs> Ship it. Mm-hmm. Hey, worst things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So those are the games I've been playing that okay. I remember. Okay, cool. okay. Right it's on. all kind of a blur. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool stuff. So um, that's going to do it for new business today. Uh, next, we're going to go ahead and move on to our E3 2015 predictions. E3 Hunter! So, uh, one, <laughs> I one thing I... think they actually copyrighted that. We can't do that. Yeah, I think they did, so we won't yeah. do that. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention before, and this is actually goes for listeners too, uh, something that Iwata said at the last Q&A uh, at the investor meeting, he literally said, uh, basically saying that, hey, you know, E3, we are not going to be talking about NX. We're not going to be talking about smart device applications or... Oh, God, there's something else. I totally wrote it wrong in the agenda. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, he said the focus is going to be, you know, essentially Wii U and 3DS. Um, Quality of life is something that is not going to be there as well. So um, I think going into E3, and he literally said, like, if you think you're going to hear anything about, you know, NX or any of these other things, you're probably just going to walk out of here disappointed. So keep that in mind, if not just with our predictions, but with your own predictions out there too, because... Yeah, I mean, E3 is a crazy time, but kind of got to have some limits maybe on your craziness, I think. Oh, man, I better rewrite <laughs> all my predictions. <laughs> I mean, come on. We, we knew that they weren't going to talk about the NX. I mean, that would just be right. 
stupid. I mean, yeah. No one, no, no, one, no one would ever expect them to even mention the NX again until next year. Right. It did kind of throw me off that they said they're not going to talk about any uh, anything related to their smart uh, devices or anything like that, applications. I figured no. that maybe they'd at least drop something, but maybe even no. say, like, hey, Mario Maker's going to be on iOS, not playing it, but you can design the stages or something like that. No, no, no. I think... Yeah, I think that would send a bad message if you started talking about the smartphone bullshit at E3. Well, I'm not then... saying kick off the show with it or something, you know. Yeah. Reggie's saying, like, we've got 24 games to talk about today, 23 of which are on smartphones, you know. They're going to get lynched. Well, actually, no, they're not doing a presentation, are they? They're doing a direct, so right. I guess they could say that because they're not actually there physically right. until later in the day when they could get lynched. Yeah, <laughs> probably keep, probably best keep it safe. But yeah, I'm sure they'll have a you know, and whatever, an iOS direct <laughs> later in the year. Sure. Well, didn't didn't they say it was going to be autumn for the the first game? Thing? Right, I believe it's yeah autumn. They're probably yeah probably around about that time. Autumn means probably. fall for you guys in North America. Yeah, because no. <laughs> the because the leaves fall down, right? Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Probably. What are, the, what are the four seasons in America? Like hot, fall, cold, and grow. Yeah, yeah, you got it. And road construction. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic fifth season. Um, so yeah, so how are we gonna do this? One each. Well, yeah, let's just do one each. I'll go ahead and start off. And well, um, Danny, let me just uh, hold up there. Uh, okay. I, thought, I, I wanted to keep this like more positive this time. You know, like okay. You know, from the, Not me. <laughs> so I wanted to get like the more negative things just out the way. These are not my real predictions. They're more like you know, facts. Okay. Well, I, actually, <laughs> looking looking at my predictions, I don't really have anything on here that's negative. It's all like, no, nah, I'm I'm good. But go go ahead. Um. So yeah, just kind of boring slash you know obvious things that I wanted to get out of the way. Um. I think that, yes, well, obviously they've said Zelda Wii U won't be at E3, so that means, you know, it won't be physically playable at E3. We might get, you know, a little teaser trailer. I don't think we're going to get um, a name or anything like that. Um, so basically we're just going to get blue balled for Zelda again at this E3. Um, probably won't hear anything much more about it till maybe, you know, winter or something like that when they want to get some hype up. Maybe you know before American Thanksgiving or something. You know, it's like you know this is coming next year. You know, get a Wii U now for next year. You know, maybe they'll do some stuff then. Um, so yeah, that's out the way. Um, I think Mario Maker is going to be you know similar to Splatoon. I think there's going to be missing a few features at launch. I don't think they're going to have all the the level sharing stuff fully complete. I think they're going to be able to share levels, but like I think you know. You know how in Smash Brothers Brawl they had like a new level, a new user created level like every week. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they'll probably will do that, but I don't think that'll be at launch. I think there'll be there'll be a couple of things like um, coming later. You know, that might disappoint people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they'll talk about that at E3. Maybe it won't be in the direct, but it maybe it'll come out. You know, through the the good uh, good guys at NWR. Maybe they'll find out some information about that. On the ground floor, and you know, uh, it might kind of suck a little bit. Like, make it take a little bit of wind out the sails uh, of Mario Maker. Um, even though I, I am, I am interested in that game. 
but I'm still worried about the online sharing things a little bit. Um, I like the fact that you can share worlds. Uh, like, you can pack four levels together. I think that's pretty cool. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Xenoblade X, uh, Cross. Obviously, that's Danny's just talking about it. Uh, it's been out in Japan for a while now. There's a, there's a whole... The whole game is on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, Nintendo, Reggie's just kind of kind of pretend that doesn't exist and try and hype it up as this brand new game that you've never seen before. Um, and yeah, it'll probably come out in November. Um, what else? I don't think Metroid will be shown. Um, I'll, I'll explain that in my positive section later. I'll, I'll talk about why I think that is. But um, yeah, I don't think Metroid will be shown and people will hate Reggie even more they already do. And the last thing I wanted to get out of the way, I think Star Fox U, Star Fox Wii U, would also be not fully complete because I don't think they've had enough time to finish this game. Mm. Um, like, it was, like, less than a year ago they were talking about which developer is going to help finish the game. <laughs> and then it was expected to come out this year or before, I, before I, Zelda, right, I think they said? I, I, have, I, have, some thoughts, I have some thoughts on uh, Star Fox yeah. that I'll talk about here a little bit. So yeah, I think at best we might Star Fox might be an episodic thing. I think Miyamoto's talked about how he wants it to be kind of episodic, or you know, um, the visual element of it could be shown like an episodic TV show kind of thing. So we might get like a couple of episodes this year and the rest next year or something like that. But yeah, um, I'm a little bit worried about Star Fox, and yeah, I actually wrote a feature about this on on NWR like what my dream review of Star Fox would be and what my nightmare review would be. Oh, like, it, it, that was a really, really fun uh, read there. I really enjoyed that. Actually, you had some really cool ideas for what could actually be in the game. It, it sounded like it would be a lot of fun if you were in charge. <laughs> so, yeah, my... Yeah. I, I'm kind of expecting somewhere in the middle between my dream and nightmare scenarios. Um, um, but, yeah, something like that. But anyway... That's the negative out of the way. From now on, it's all positive. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to be a little bit negative here because I just kind of <laughs> oh, hold my thunder. With uh, I was going to talk about Star Fox, you know, kind of kick things off, and you literally said what I wrote down. You've been looking at my handwritten notes, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I I think I I think that Star Fox is going to come out this year, and. The reason being is, it, yeah, maybe it's not all completely done, but it's going to be some kind of episodic type of thing in nature. I mean, like you said, Miyamoto said that's something that he would kind of like to do. And, uh, you know, in terms of gameplay, I'm not exactly sure what they could possibly do, but I think maybe mixing the different types of stuff. I mean, they have different types of ideas that they had last year showing off, and I think, you know, all of that stuff could come together for some kind of a complete, you know, product in the end. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking probably um, October, at least in North America. Japan, the hell knows. But for the release of the final full game? There, no, for like the first episode or first couple first episode. episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Ty. What? 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 Yeah, I have predictions for E3. For all the X-Bone games coming. Yeah. Um... A new killeristic character, but no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like, I'll be totally honest. I have not read any of the news. <laughs> okay. I, I, well, I've not been 
creeping over all the Nintendo releases. Well, I mean, I've been following the news, but since you said uh, we're only going to talk about games because they're only going to talk about games. Yeah. So, yeah, Neo, NeoGAF should uh, open up your text editor now and get typing. Go ahead, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to sell everything to Microsoft. <laughs> a lot of video games entirely. <laughs> Brilliant. No, like, like, an actual prediction I had down was we are going to see a little more diversification of business. Like, I mean, not just like the cell phone things, but, you know, they talked about uh, they're going to start having Nintendo characters in at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we'll see uh, plans for a Nintendo uh, movie oh. or movies coming out. Like, if you remember the Sony leak, like, oh. apparently somebody had their hands on the Mario property mm-hmm. for a movie. I don't, I don't know if they're actually going to do it, but, you know... I, I could see them t- tying that up with, like, um, excuse the pun there, Ty, but I yeah. could see them tying, tying it up with, like, you know, maybe Mario Maker and then ending with a Mario Brothers trailer, like, animated movie trailer, something like that, right? Yeah, and, you know, you look at video game-based movies over the last 10 or 20 years, and even though a lot of them are bad, on average, they pull pretty good profits, so... Like you know, if I was just a numbers guy, I would, I would have my eye on that. Um, let's see predictions. I don't think we're gonna see any good games like F Zero. We're gonna see bad games like Zelda and Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not gonna see Zelda. Yeah, I hope you like Mario Party then. <laughs> yeah, well, this one just come out, so hopefully not. And we're going to have uh, more of these, what do you call them, amigos? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And... Are you just doing all of them now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only <laughs> okay. wrote down five. Okay. Well, the yeah. Well, minimum. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I really okay. do want to see new F-Zero. I hope they just hand it right back to Sega since they did such a good job last time. Like, here, make another F-Zero. Give it online play. Yeah, I don't know. The last time that Nintendo has had done stuff with Sega here recently, you know, kind of teamed up. A couple years ago, like a Nintendo Direct, they had all about it. Minoru was, uh, we talked about it, and uh, I think it was, what, what's the guy's name? Some, what dude's name, like, is a punk or something like that. <laughs> and, like, oh, you know, Na- Nagoshi meets yeah, punks? Yeah, Nagoshi meets punks, and that, that's the episode, or that's the uh, Nintendo Direct where they're like, hey, we're making Yakuza 1 and 2 on the Wii U, and... Sonic, yeah. <laughs> the new Sonic game's going to have special stuff, only Wii U. And, and then you met this. the guy at TDS. And right? then I saw him with his extremely white teeth, and I was like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, don't fucking talk to me. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> don't fucking touch me. <laughs> so it's like with some beautiful woman. I was like, okay, I'll just step away. But, yeah. I don't awesome. care about any of those games. <laughs> I just want F-Zero. It, it, for me, that would maybe make... Uh, that would maybe justify my purchase of the Wii U, maybe. <laughs> F-Zero DLC for Sonic Lost World. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't do that, man. Okay. F-Zero so, you know, DLC for Yakuza 1 and 2, Japan only. Yeah. Oh, yeah, funny. actually, I, I don't know. This could be either negative or positive. I'll... Um, uh, so okay. I, predict, I predicted that the you take this either way you want. 
I think there's going to be a Star Fox uh, Amiibo range. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not sure if it'll be announced at uh, E3, or maybe they'll save it for nearer the um, the release of the actual game. You know, because you know it's only June, right? And then all the way till whatever October, November, when it could possibly come out. So it, it could get announced later, but I'm pretty sure that there'll be a range made for this game because you know it's a first-party game. There's already a Fox Amiibo. They like making duplicates. You know, they did a made, they did a Mario one, and then they did another Mario one for Mario Party, right? right. And then, they, I mean, if if you get this information out there too soon, then maybe all the all the pre-orders are gonna be sold out on Amazon and GameStops <laughs> and stuff like that all across North America. I mean, think about it. You got like Star Wolf, and then the horrifying Crystal character. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can see that one selling out for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, don't yeah. look at uh, don't look at custom versions of her. Um, oh God! <laughs> yeah, and then you could get slippy amiibos and then melt them. <laughs> so, get yeah. this guy off me, Fox! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you yeah press Z R R twice. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Peppy. Peppy. <laughs> so yeah, they easily got like a range of like you know seven or eight amiibos they could easily make for Starbucks. So. Yeah, sure. And yeah, if you read my uh, article about my Star Fox review, quote unquote review, you know, I got some ideas for how they could do that. But yeah, I'm personally not interested in in that, but you know, I could see that happening. Yeah, the, I think we we are going to see more and more amiibos oh, yeah. since they sell so well. Yep. And well, it's get it's getting them out of the uh, out of the debt, out of the red. So yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever makes the cash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, Danny, you go next. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of you know Amiibo and stuff like that, I think you know it, I don't think North America has actually confirmed that. And you know what, you guys out there can actually prove me wrong if you would like. That's totally fine. But they, <laughs> if they, they will. If they, yeah, if they haven't confirmed it, they sure as hell didn't really talk about it too much. And that is the 3DS NFC reader that is going to be available here in Japan this summer for older 3DS units that can't, you know, that don't have NFC. I think maybe they'll at least mention that in passing in North America and be like, hey, you know, we definitely have this thing coming out maybe at this specific time. I'm thinking maybe in the fall. Um, Because I think they want to have Amiibo on as many 3DS units as they possibly can. That's your your prediction, Danny? Yeah, I mean... What? That's the shittest prediction I've ever heard. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on. You know it's probably true, though. Well, of course it's true, but why would you predict that? Because it's going to happen. Why do you predict the sky is going to be blue at E3? Because it's not going to be. It's going to be green. <laughs> Reggie will show up at E3. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. So, well done. Take my bow. <laughs> <laughs> get, get the uh, slow golf clap gifts you know, ready now. Thank you, Thank you very much. I'll, uh, I'll okay. try to do better next time. Uh, okay, I'll, yeah. To wash the taste out of everyone's mouth without that uh, prediction. Um, well, not really, because it's also Amiibo-related. I think that they'll finally get around to doing a game based around Amiibo, um, like a proper game. So I just threw two words together and came up with uh, Amiibo World. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I think it'll be some way of, like... Uh, using the Amiibo for actual game purposes, you know, 
having them battle against each other, maybe in some kind of, you know, trading card type way. Mm-hmm. Um, it would make sense if it was online as well as local. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they would do that. But yeah, they've got so many Amiibos now that it kind of makes sense to do something with it other than all this kind of hodgepodge bullshit that they've got going on at the moment. Right. So, um, yeah, it could be like a freemium type pay model. You know, the app itself could be free. Uh, you know, obviously, because the Amiibos cost money. <laughs> you know, you need the actual Amiibo to play the game, so that's kind of like guaranteed that you've spent money, right? Hmm. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's like a card battler type game. You know, not not. I don't mean that it's using cards. I just mean, you know, in the sense of how battles are played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a simple, you know, two versus two, uh, one versus one battle game, and you you've got stats and things on your amiibo, and you know you can level them up and fight them against each other, something like that. I hope it's something more interesting than that. <laughs> I'm just giving the most basic, boring idea, and hopefully they've got better ideas than me. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was like a third-person action type game where all these ca- characters are animated and you know fighting each other, but I can't really see that happening. Isn't that already a game? It's called like Skylanders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ideally, it would be something like that, but... Um, with the amount of time they've had, I don't think they would. Because I, I think they've only now just realized how popular Amiibos are. Yeah, so well, I think maybe even after, you know, maybe back a few months ago, they kind of realized it. But, I mean, that's kind of a yeah. hef- it's, it's a hell of a turnaround to be like, oh, we have something ready that's available, going to be available this holiday season. I, I mean, know, look so at Amiibo Tap. I mean, that was, somebody threw that together in a matter of yeah. weeks, right? But, I mean, didn't they, they, they kind of talked about, like, doing that type of stuff. And it's just yeah. a matter of them actually doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, we might see that at A3. Anyway, that's my yeah. prediction. Um, Ty, have you got any more? Me? Uh, I predict they'll show a game we can't possibly predict. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that, that's, that's something that, you know, you got to look out for Nintendo with this stuff because sometimes they just have stuff that there is no way you can predict this stuff, you know? I mean, Splatoon 2. Yeah, think about that. Think about that, you know giant robot thing from last year, too. I mean, what? I mean, it's just so bizarre and so crazy. That I mean, Nintendo has these type of crazy ideas that we just can't even fathom, and that's why I like the company. There's a lot of cool stuff that they just do. Do you so. think Giant Robot's going to be an actual game, or is it just uh, like part, of, part of another game? Probably be part of Star Fox. Well, the other thing, I think the other thing, I said it in my Star Fox thing, but like, the other one, the... Um, the strategy kind of game where you've got all the cameras and you have to shoot things. Yeah. I'm pretty that will be in Star Fox. Right? Yeah, I like your Star Fox logos on, right? Right. I liked your idea too, James, where you said like you know basically you're playing uh, with other people like online and you know <laughs> one guy has control of like the cameras and the guns and stuff like that, and other people have control of like you know uh, you know the R wings and somebody maybe has control of the tank or something, and you're fighting off either other players or maybe you know incoming enemies or something like that. That'd be kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. 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 Never going to happen, but that's my uh, that's my hope anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe it's Miyamoto's game that he's been talking about for years now. This, you know, his new IP. Uh, hopefully, it's more than just those two tech demos. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no. Is that it? Um, so yeah, I'll save that one. Okay, my other prediction. 
my third one here I've got is GameCube, GameCube Virtual Console. Okay. So how they'll do this, though, will be kind of weird. What I think they'll do is, um, do you remember on the Wii that had the Play It On Wii selection series? Mm-hmm. They had Mario Tennis, GameCube, and Pikmin 1 and 2. Right. Which were just GameCube games just on a Wii disc. Mm-hmm. You know, running on a Wii. So mm-hmm. we all know that the Wii U can play Wii discs. So I think that those games will come to Wii U via this Wii emulation. So oh. it'll be the kind of bullshit you know, thing. You're not actually playing a Wii U game. It's actually just a Wii shell kind of thing. I'll, I'll think they'll sell them as downloads. Hmm, okay. I think they'll start with, like, like I said, Mario Tennis and the Pikmin games. And then you know, maybe do some kind of discounts you know, associated with that. Like you bought Pikmin 3, you get whatever, 10% off Pikmin 1 and 2. And what I think they might do to placate the F-Zero crowd, they could do that kind of game with F-Zero GX. So I don't think it'll be like a HD remaster, but it'll be like a GameCube to Wii port that <laughs> is then played in Wii U. So it's kind of like <laughs> kind of like a half-assed way of doing it, but it's kind of a way to get GX running on Wii U. Um, yeah, I'd yeah. be down if it was HD and had bug fixes. Yeah, but in, in, in the port from GameCube to Wii, they could do that, you know? like fix a few things, but um, I don't think it'll be like HD. I think you know it'll be whatever the upgrade of resolution from GameCube to Wii is. Is there any up, is there any upgrading resolution between GameCube and Wii? There probably is. <laughs> I don't know what it would be. But. No. <laughs> 1080, uh, no, sorry, 480i to 480p. I don't know. Well, I mean, they both can do progressive scan. GameCube, I mean, if you were lucky yeah. enough to find, you know, the cables, and yeah, you could do it. But. Yeah. So if you played GX with comp- composite, and then you're now playing it on Wii U, it might look slightly sharper. But you know. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, my it's a long-winded way of saying, you know, this could be their workaround for getting Cube games running on Wii U, is mm-hmm. to do the kind of via the Wii um, uh, jump that they did with the last generation. Mm-hmm. Um, or they could just say, fuck it, and screw GameCube and never ever release GameCube games. Because I don't think the, the Wii U can play GameCube games natively like like it can Wii, Wii games. So well, Yeah, and they'd have to do some probably some tinkering with it. Or, uh, better yet, they, if they wanted to do that, you have to go into Wii mode and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe do some kind of a bullshit that way. I don't think the Wii Shop channel can handle download no, sizes. <laughs> they'd have to... Ah. Yeah, sorry, I'm not trying to make this be negative. Anyway, so yeah, that's my posit- my, my next positive one. Okay, I think this so is Danny. my next one's my fourth one. I, I don't yeah. know. Lost out. Okay, so, um, you know, as we know, this is the 30th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers series, and, you know, back five years ago, they to celebrate 25, they released the, you know, ROM on a Wii disc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know, and stuff like that, and you know, it did come with kind of a nice little book, and it wasn't like ter- too terribly expensive. I mean, I probably spent more time just looking at that little book than playing the actual <laughs> game. I mean, I'm, then I probably looked at the book for maybe a total of ten minutes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But which is I mean, more just, than you played the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at that version. But I think you know, with the 30th anniversary, they're still you know on the at least the Japanese Nintendo website, they have a little thumbnail where it's like, hey, Mario 30th anniversary, and you click on it, and there's like nothing there. It just says like the same thing. Um, I think they're gonna talk a little bit more about this at E3, and I think this is gonna come in the form of some kind of a 3DS game. 
Um, you know, with Mario Maker already coming out on Wii U, I mean, it just kind of makes sense to do something on 3DS. And with it being extremely popular, at least here in Japan, um, I don't know, it just seems like it'd just be an easy way for them to make some more money. And, you know, Mario sells more or less. So, so then go ahead, say it. What's it going to be? On 3DS. Mm. Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 Remix on 3DS? Uh, if I was thinking of anything, this is kind of like a hope and dream of mine. I think it'd be kind of cool if they remade uh, Sunshine. Um, <laughs> I, I like Sunshine. I think it's cool. And then worst, maybe Worst 3D Mario ever. Yeah, and if they did it with, with Sunshine, they might try to do some type of bullshit. Well, this would kind of go against, you know, everybody has 3DS, let's do this, that maybe make it 3DS or new 3DS exclusive. Or they could try to do some kind of thing like they did with Majora's Mask where they just, you know, give it some kind of enhancements, like AKA camera control. You know, direct, you know, awesome camera control with that. So they have to do a lot more than that to make that game good. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> it's still fun. I, I enjoy it. I'd like to get to play it again. So I don't know. I, I mean, even if it's not that, I think there is going to be some kind of a Mario thing on the 3DS, and I think you could look forward to that. You haven't oh. played Galaxy 1 or 2, have you, Danny? No, come on. I played Galaxy 1. I bought that when it first came out. And I have Galaxy 2. You know this. I have it on my Wii U. And I have barely... <laughs> so, boom. In your face, Charlton. Yeah, it's got to be, for me, it's 64, Galaxy 1, Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few more games that are not related to Mario at all. And then, at the bottom, Sunshine. <laughs> I, I still haven't played 3D World, and I already know 3D World is going to be above Sunshine, so mm. <laughs> without even playing it. All right, all right. Uh, anyway, so this, yeah, positive, positive. Sorry, <laughs> I, uh, I I got a bit lost then. Yeah, yeah. God, got to fight, got to fight, uh, fight Mother Nature there. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, I forgot to add that. Um, on my last prediction, the the virtual console thing, I I also think Twilight Princess will come to VC mm-hmm. uh, to kind of apologize for the Zelda delay. Just, just, the, just the Wii port of, uh, of um, yeah. But I don't know if they'll announce that at E3, but it'll, I'm sure it'll come out before, uh, well, yeah, this year, I'm pretty sure Twilight Princess. I thought you were going to say to coincide with the retroactive that Radio Free Nintendo's doing. It'll <laughs> yeah. probably be a little bit late, but... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too bad, actually. It probably yeah. will come out just after. Anyway, so yeah, my my next one is um, which one should I go for next? Um, so yeah, next level's next game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it's a bit too soon for Punch Out. I know Reggie was poncing around in his pink uh, tracksuit. Yeah. Um, trying to get some hype up there, but I don't think it will be Punch Out. Um, I think it's too soon for that because the Wii game. I don't know. To, for me, it feels too soon for that. Um. I think it's too unrealistic to hope for an F-Zero game, even though that's what I want. Um, it could be a Mario sports game, but that would be boring, and that would be horrible. So I'm thinking it could be a new Excite something. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, something that we haven't be seen fun. before. So maybe, I don't know, the only thing they haven't left done left done is Excite Boat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it could be something, it could be like, you know, bringing back um, Wave Race, but, you know, not really. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, yeah, Excite Boat. <laughs> I think that could be kind of fun. Yeah, it's called Hydro Thunder, and it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Hydro Thunder, there you go. But actually, the Hydro Thunder game that came out a few years ago is godlike. 
I highly recommend it. Yeah, but no one played that. Yeah, nobody <laughs> played it. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my fourth one. Okay. Ty, do you have anything to any scraps of uh, predictions left over? No. Okay. okay. Run for the hill. <laughs> do you have Get an X plastic video games and just shut yourself off from modern <laughs> video gaming for a while? Do you have an X bone prediction? You can only have one. Huh. Hmm. No, I don't have any predictions. They're gonna. They're just gonna move at it. They're just going to stop production in Japan altogether and just going to leave completely. Mm. Could happen. It should happen. Killer Instinct Season 3 will happen. <laughs> I get announced, actually. That's Killer Instinct uh, 5, I guess, or 6? Well, I, w I would say <laughs> it's more like an upgrade. Like, you know, you have Killer Instinct 3 and now this is K Super Killer Instinct 3. Right, and then the next one is going to be Hyper. Super Killer Instinct Three Turbo. Hyper right. fighting. I'll, I'll wait for Arcade Edition. Okay, Arcade Edition. Mmm, sounds good to me. Yeah, they should totally release that as an arcade game, right? They should. I mean, I would love it. It would probably lose them a lot of money, but <laughs> I want it, so it should happen. Yeah. So, Danny, have you got one more left? I've got one more. I do. Actually, I mean, I did a lot of like little things, but apparently, okay. little things aren't good enough for James Charlton. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know, go, go, go for no, it. I mean, just Come to get, get some little things off here, because I have one kind of big thing at the very end. I mean, yeah, I think you know Xenoblade that's coming out in America this year, no problem. And um, you know, I, I don't predict the date. I said November. I'm going to say November 17th. Um, you're going to make me look at a calendar. Uh, or, you know what, I'm just going to say November 18th, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think it's coming in November. And, you know, this isn't going to be the type of game that's going to be selling like gangbusters in North America. I mean, God, there's not even that many people that have Wii U's. But I think people that do have Wii U's and people that are kind of pining for something to, you know, actually... Uh, what the heck am I trying to say here? Uh, play. <laughs> play on there. Play games. Something that's going to you know, take up a lot of time. This is something that can do it. This is not necessarily going to appeal to the Zelda crowd because you know, maybe they want something more action-y or something like that. But um, Other kind of weird thing, too. I, I, I kind of think that the Rhythm Heaven game that's coming out here in Japan, actually next month, actually in about a month from now, I think that's going to be coming out in America and maybe Europe, too. Uh, if anything, Europe before America. Um, and I think we could probably see that maybe this fall, maybe October, November, something like that. Whatever we call Dance to the Beat, Super Super Dance Dance Jump Jump Revolution. Yeah, they'll definitely have to <laughs> change the name of it probably. But um, for the last thing, I think that a third-person Metroid is going to be coming out on the Wii U. Um, I don't know if it's going to be coming out this year, but I think it's at least in development. Um, <laughs> you would hope so, right? I would hope so, because if it's not in development at this point, then I you could probably just kiss Metroid goodbye for this generation. It's just something that's not going to happen. But, you know, it's possible that Retro could be making, you know, could be working on this. Um, you know, I, I really don't, you know, personally, I really don't care who's working on it. I just want to see it and hope, well, I guess hope it's not maybe Team Ninja because, what, Other M is supposed to be a piece of flaming shit. <laughs> um, right. Supposed to be. I haven't played it, so I can't really pass judgment on it. But um, So you're seeing Retro... Third person. I think okay. so. 
I mean, you know, back in the back in the day with the first person stuff, it was just more like a, a thing like, well, they couldn't really get the camera right. So that's kind of why the they, why they went to, with the decision to go first person, and then it just kept doing like a series off of that. But nowadays, I mean, with the technical know-how of all these different companies and all sorts of different stuff, I don't, I don't think it's really a problem to. I would hope it wouldn't be a problem <laughs> to uh, make some kind of a camera for a third-person action game, but we'll see. Okay. So, yeah, my last one is, um, as you may have predicted, um, is related to Retro. So, like I said in my negative predictions right at the beginning, I don't think Metroid will be shown. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to understand this is against all my fiber and being to say that. It hurts me to say that. <laughs> but I think that a Metroid game will more, more likely to be an NX launch title because, you know, you need something massive to launch that system after the um, the train wreck that the Wii U has been, you know, sales-wise, you know. I think it's a great system, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I don't. It's just that, <laughs> um, you see, opinions, two out of three. Yeah. Two out of three like the Wii U, okay? Um, so, yeah, I think that Retro's game is, yeah, I think it's a third-person um, action game, but I don't think it's Metroid. I think they've, I think they're going to have their own new IP. Hmm. Um, Ravenblade? <laughs> no, I think it's totally new, something we've never seen or heard of before. You know, they've just totally gone underground. You know, we don't know anything about what they're doing, you know, other than that they're working on something, right? Right, right. And I think there's a good reason for that. I think it's a totally unique new IP. Um, it, it will probably be, you know, a core game, you know, a third, possibly a third-person adventure game. And I think it will use the gamepad heavily mm -hmm. um, for, like, puzzles and things. I think it will be, like, a focused single-player game with atmosphere. And, you know, it will be similar, to, maybe similar to Metroid in that way. Mm -hmm. um, it may or may not have some online features, but I don't think it will be online an online-heavy game. Um, mm -hmm. I know they were looking for like people with online experience, uh, you know, a while back, right, on LinkedIn or whatever. But um, I don't think they were specifically looking for like you know people with experience of like online shooters or anything. I think it was just more of a general online component thing. So yeah, I think uh, we'll finally see what they've been up to since Donkey Kong po pogoed into our face and through our hearts. <laughs> uh, as as Reggie wore his Metroid pin, <laughs> and then and then announced uh, whatever Wanky Kong, <laughs> um, Cranky Kong as the uh, the new character for Donkey Kong. I'm not making it up in case you forgot that. That's that's literally what he did. Was he was he actually wearing a Metroid pin? He was. He I think it was was it the G4 Video Awards or whatever. He was wearing. He had a Samus. Oh, was, was it the logo? I can't remember. Uh -huh. Of Metroid. Oh, uh, either the logo of Metroid or a Samus pin, and then announced Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze has got Cranky Kong in it. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm pretty cool. sure that's what right happened. On. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Reggie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, those are my five uh, hashtag hype predictions. And yeah. I think there'll be some uh, some good times. Of course, there's always some disappointments uh, sure. of what's not there, of what we wanted to be there. But you know, there'll also be some surprises, as there always is. Right. And some little bit more information of things we've known about for a while, and some you know, ironing out of things that we've wanted to know about 
games that are coming out soon, like Mario Maker. So yeah, I think it'll be all around uh, good times. Right. Um, and just try and you know not mention Zelda as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Look over there, squirrel. That kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna pretty much do it for our E3 predictions. Um, let us know what you think. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, suck. obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an inevitable thing. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of things that we're just gonna get wrong. But then again, could you do better? <laughs> 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 All right, so next up, fake or real? Ty, go ahead and take it away. Why don't you refresh us with the rules, what we need to know? Yeah, okay, this is uh, back to the simple three-question formula. I'll describe three games to you, no titles. And you have to tell me if it's fake or real. Mm -hmm. That's all there is to it. And you try to get all three. Mm Mm-hmm. And this time, if you, if you don't beat the random generate random number generator that you'll be competing against, you lose. Uh-oh. <laughs> right? This is a hard mode. <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. All right. These are actually ones I wrote a long time ago, but I don't think I ever used. Okay. They've just been sitting in my archive. Fake. Actually, I think maybe I have used these. I'm not sure. Oh, God. Come on, Ty. Get it together. Yeah. If, if these are repeats from a year ago, that that's going to be pretty funny, because, especially if you get them wrong. <laughs> all right. They're all just kind of merged together in my brain, so I probably will. No, one of these I just wrote. Okay. Oh. Like, so the, the first one, first, first, <laughs> quite, first game, first game. Okay. This is a visual novel game where you interact with World War II airplanes. They're all represented as anime girls. Mm. Um, I've heard of the Battleships version of this, but um, I can't tell you if there's a warplane version. Probably. Uh, I'm going to say this is real, because why not? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I okay. think it's real. All right, uh, and the random number generator says it's not real. <laughs> so, okay, and the answer is it's not real. It's fake as heck. Oh man! <laughs> no, I was just talking to one. I was talking to one of my students um, this week about there's an anime about. Uh, oh, is it is it countries? Uh, represented by anime girls. Yes, like there's, there's, there's a German girl. Or yeah. she, not, not, not German girl, a Germany girl. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's real. That's real. And, and of course, there's a, the thing with the battleships is real. Yeah. That's right. very real. The, so you, except that's like... Points. Yeah, that's an online like card game, though. Okay. But it's become super popular to the point where somebody was waving around a, a body pillow... That's one of the characters that even grand finals last year. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah, maybe that is cool. I kind of like it. Yeah. Um. By the way, I might mention that every year for my uh, fighting game Facebook group, 
from my hometown, I send home a box of, you know, Japan fun stuff and anime bullshit. <laughs> um, so I did that last year or this year. Well, I sent sent one that I, I've been meaning to send, and it, it does have one of the it does have that that goddamn Kankole character. That's yeah. Right. I I would just recommend you to watch the uh Blaze Blue Blaze Blue Grand Finals from Evo Blaze last boobs? year. Blaze Blue. <laughs> That's good. Freudian slip there, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> the random number generator has one up on the board, and you guys have zero. Cool. So there's that. Doing great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, this is this is the twist, is it? We're we're fighting a a random n- number generator. Yes. Mm. Brilliant. All right. Next game. This is a game where you are a sushi roll, and you try not to get eaten by hungry people. So it's mm. like a stealth game. Later in the game, you upgrade to larger food like like ham, and the people are hungrier and fatter. Okay. So the later levels are in America. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Yokai Watch Three. Well said. Well said. Um, All the food is hamburgers and corn dogs. Yeah. And... <laughs> no, I think I think this is fake. Uh, I think you've just uh, retitled Yokai Watch Three. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say fake too. Sounds too good to be true. All right. What does the, ran- what does the random dice roll say, though? Uh, the random number generator says it's real. Uh-oh. Do you, do you want to change Stop your vote? Bitch. <laughs> Maybe I should. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Spacey says I should change my vote in that movie 21, or whatever it's called. He says, if you ever get the chance to change your vote after you've given an answer, you should always take it because it increases that, the odds. That's only for when there's three doors. There's only two. Here. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll just keep it then. Sorry, okay. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I made that one up. So you guys Ooh. have tied it up. And your Batman face, Spacey. Generator. Yeah. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Let me get those points up there. That's why you've never won an Oscar, Spacey. <laughs> Unless he has. Unless he has, and I apologize. All right. <laughs> Next. Next game. This is a, a four-player fighting game where international hitmen fight each other. Fighters include a mad scientist in a wheelchair and a chimpanzee assassin. I, I thought you were describing Smash Brothers, but then I don't think uh, Pikachu has ever been in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm going to say true, and I'm not going to say what I think it is, just in case I'm wrong after the fact. Um, is this, a, is, this um, hits. is this a Killer7 killer Smash Brothers crossover game? Yeah, um, that's real. No, that's fake. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, has, it, has, it has some good details in the description there. I'm going to say it's true. All right, uh, let me check the random number generator. Random number <laughs> generator says it is n- not real. Well, fuck, random, he's wrong. I hate, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, um, 
good news for you guys, it's real. Mm-hmm. You know what? Is this Time Splitters 2? No. Okay. This is this is an old game from the nineties. Okay. Called, called the Out Foxies. Even I think better. you've seen this before, maybe. Time Time Splitters Two is a first-person shooter. Ty said it was I, like a. a, a I, apparently, I wasn't paying any attention. Yeah. I just I just thought monkey, and I thought there's a scientist in there. You know, wheelchair. Sure. So I'm doing yeah. great here. No, and all the games I've had on Fake and Real have been Japanese. So there's that. Wow, I'm totally failing. But I get, I got it right for all the wrong reasons. So that's fine yeah. with me. I, I highly recommend checking this game out. Mm-hmm. Uh, look it up on YouTube. It's called the Out Foxies. Try it on, try it out on an emulator. Play it at your fight night. <laughs> all right, so you guys beat the random number generator this time. <laughs> Good job. I want to see if you guys can do it when it's out of ten. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, oh, is that it? There's three games. Yeah, it's it's just three games this time. Oh, okay. man. Okay. Yeah. Some more. That's who, cool, though, man. Who won out of me and Danny? Oh, uh, you tied. You tied. Oh, man. Yes. You, you sorry, have sorry for triumph, being boring. Triumphs over the machine. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's good enough for me. I'll tell you that. So. We tied in Ty's game. Yes. <laughs> it's hey. a tie. Wow. Cool. Well, uh, Ty, thanks for putting that stuff together, man. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on next to uh, your letters. Fake or real, is it fake or real? Does this game exist or did Ty make it up? Fake or real, is it fake or real? Fake or real! James has our first letter. Yeah, this is from a good friend and good listener, Klex Yoshi, or Yoshi, depending on what you think. Um, He says, "Um, it's been painfully obvious for the past five years or so how much Konami has wanted out of all video games that aren't for flip phones. (laughs) Between their growth in the real estate and health and fitness departments in Japan and the way that video game consoles have fallen off a cliff in recent years in Japan. Calling Konami's efforts in the, fa- in the past five years anemic would be an understatement. First, they shut it off all of Hudson's, Hudson Soft, and we stopped getting games from them. Capcom is at least pushing out remakes and ports on various platforms, and letting folks know that they're still on life support. <laughs> Konami literally has nothing coming to any platform that isn't Metal Gear Solid Five or Pro Evolution Soccer 2016. So I'm uh, I'm happy. For Kojima getting out, maybe he can kickstart a point-and-click adventure where you play as Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> playing through a dystopian future all about VR, lawnmower man style. Anyway, his question is, does Konami bow to video games that aren't social games in two or three years at this point? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Besides making patchy slot machines based on Castlevania 3, <laughs> do they do anything with their library of IP that they're sitting on top of? Would it make any sense for Konami to convert its Western offices into launch pads for Konami Health and Fitness in the U.S.? <laughs> and really, just how proliferate is the company in Japan outside of their entertainment routes? 
this includes their jukebox repair routes, Yu-Gi-Oh! and various live-action dramas they put on TV. Um, also, is it in Nintendo's best interest to worry about Konami's waning support for the industry as a whole? So yeah, um, so yeah, I had a look. I mean, people have probably already read the um, the quote from uh, Mr. Hayakawa, the president of Konami. It is quite frightening. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so yeah, hold on to your asses, gentlemen. You're not going <laughs> to like the you're not going to like the answer. So this is the president of Konami, Hideki uh, Hayakawa. Speaking to Nikkei, we will pursue mobile games aggressively. Our main platform will be mobiles. Following the pay-as-you-play model of games like Power Pro and Winning Eleven, um, with additional content, our games must move from selling things like items to selling things like features. Yeah. We saw that these games, that even people who buy physical games are motivated to buy extra content. The success of Power Pro especially has motivated us to push more of our popular series onto mobile than ever before. And here's the killer blow. We hope that our overseas games such as Metal Gear Solid 5 and Winning Eleven continue to do well, but we are always thinking about how to push our franchises onto mobile there too. Dun dun dun. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Konami are out. <laughs> For, yeah. for, us, for us living in Japan, we're probably going to continue to use their gyms <laughs> and their swimming pools, but we're not going to be playing their games, their yeah. console and, games. You know, it, when it comes to Konami gyms and stuff like that, I, I don't know, Jim, James, do you, mm -hmm. or even Ty, do you see any around where you are? Konami gyms? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like, I think it's two here where I live. Okay, well, Ty? I haven't, but I haven't looked either. <laughs> I mean... Here in my town, we only have a couple of gyms, and they're not Konami-related at all. And actually, you know, I, I'm not going to go into, like, all this financial stuff, because I was looking at the Konami J Japanese sites, like, their financial information and all that stuff. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, they do have all these different, you know, uh, divisions of the company and, you know, making, losing money all over the place. And one kind of thing that they did not put on, like, their net losses or anything like that, I mean, when they just said mobile games and stuff like that and like it's regular traditional console games and stuff they really didn't do any you know differentiating between the two they just kept it as like digital entertainment right and it's you know it's pretty healthy <laughs> but yeah but i mean it's you don't know any exacts with that like between stuff that you see on like home consoles 3ds right. you know you know whatever compared you to know, that it's amazing coincidence of the like you know after we got this um, letter on the train to work, I saw this guy playing playing Power Pro on his iPhone. Mm -hmm. and I think it's I think is it I think it's free to play, and it was just yeah yes yeah, the same game they see on used to see on consoles, but it was just you know turned into an iPhone game with in-app purchases out the ass, and it was just like you know I I mean I don't play those games, but I could easily see someone being quite annoyed. Yeah, if I mean, you're a fan of that series, and now that's all you can play is a freaking iPhone game. Yeah, well, as a guy that plays, like, sports games, I find it almost offensive sometimes, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you buy, like, for example, like, like, uh, like I, I was playing NBA 2K whatever it was a couple of years ago, like, <laughs> last summer on my PS4, and, um, you know, it was a lot of fun, but then they had a lot of, like, just paywall stuff from, like, you know, upgrading your character or sometimes stuff like that. That is not the way to go, especially if you're already shelling out a shitload of money for the game. If it's free, okay, whatever, but... Oh, shit, that was in the, the PS4 game? Yes, I mean, there's still, like, I mean, not like modes, not like what yeah. Konami is saying. We want to lock 
features behind like paywalls. Yeah. They're not like doing stuff like that. But when is it going to happen? Maybe sooner rather than later. But I don't know. Yeah, pay to win, pay yeah. for features. So yeah. Any, you know, anyway, with, with Konami, I mean, <laughs> if if this makes you feel any better well, about this whole thing, and it shouldn't. I mean, they're still <laughs> releasing shitty games on the Virtual Console here in Japan almost every week. Stuff that you would never play or never even want to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe you think, like, oh, where are you bitching? The stuff on the Virtual Console, Ooh, you're getting something on there. But yeah, I mean, this is stuff that you do not, nobody wants to play, no one even probably remembers most of the time. Or it's like another version of a game that's already out on the Virtual Console. So Yeah, check MW off for a for a decent top five list of um, good Konami games that you should buy on the VC before they completely remove them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that uh, Click Tsuyoshi actually sent this letter to both RFN and the Famicast because he wanted you know, both of our opinions on the, on the matter. Yeah, I think it was maybe three episodes ago <laughs> when RFN tackled the same, uh, same question. So, yeah, that's our take of it. Yeah, so from Japan, yeah, obviously console games getting less and less popular. I mean, come on, Konami, when was the last game Konami made for a Nintendo system, like, you know, Nintendo home console system? Uh, something that no one has played. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> Castlevania Judgment. Yeah, I was going to say. Twin <laughs> Snake. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not much. It's uh, slim pickings. But yeah, whatever Kojima does next, you know, uh, it's probably going to be a, a Kickstarter game, right? <laughs> I mean, by the, if you look at the uh, the pattern that's going on at the moment in Japan, Igarashi and everyone else doing Kickstarter games. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't think Kojima personally has anything against Nintendo. It's just Konami as a whole probably just doesn't see the financial benefits, so that's why they just don't even want to try. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hopefully Kojima, once he's got the shackles of... Metal Gear Solid Five off his hands. He can, um, you know, get him with making some games. Yeah. And not free to play. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Something, something about. Uh, it'll be like a stealth game, but it'll just cleverly change the name. So mm-hmm. his production company will be called Kojima Productions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Metal, <laughs> Metal Cog Liquid, something like that. Um, so the next, uh, the last letter we got today, Danny. Yeah, you want to read that one? I'll go ahead and read this. This is uh, from our good friend Russ Greeno via Greeno via email. And, uh, you have says, to read it in a British accent. Hi, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I don't know if I can keep. <laughs> uh, hi, chaps. Another question about Japan that I can research myself on Google, but it's much easier and funnier to have you guys give me your thoughts. In the UK, we just had a general election. We put a cross on a bit of paper, put it in a black box, and three days later, a new but vaguely similar government appears to tax us and generally stop us having fun. Question is, elections in Japan, how do they work? Also, are women allowed to vote there? (laughs) If so, does the father of the family have to cast on their behalf or something weird like that? Or do the polling booths have fancy computers with touchscreens where your NFC-equipped voting card is accepted? Cheers. Uh, thanks a lot for that, Russ. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you who's not allowed to vote. <laughs> yeah. Basically, as far as I know, maybe James, you've been here longer than Ty and myself, but as far as I know, foreigners are not allowed legally 
to vote in Japan. Um, James just, wanted, I guess, just went ahead. I believe and you can if you actually go all the way through the citizenship process. Okay. Is <clears throat> you know that that's a pain in the ass to say the least. Right. And I mean, I think James was talking about how he just. You know, because maybe you've heard Ty and me and maybe James at one point talking about, you know, visas and stuff like that, stuff that we need to, you know, live here and whatnot. But anyways, no, I mean, we, you know, we need to have some kind of paperwork to say we live here, but that doesn't necessarily make us Japanese citizens. It makes us, you know... Residents. Residents, exactly. So, but, yeah, I'm no expert on Japanese law <laughs> or anything like that, but yeah, we just don't have that access, unfortunately. But... <laughs> as far as I know, too, Ty, I don't know about you, man, but you know, when I talk to people here about voting or about politics and stuff like that, I don't know about you, but people seem to be pretty just, like apathetic. Nobody really cares. <laughs> um, uh, who are you talking to? Like young people? Yeah, like my wife or... Uh, it's like Japanese politics are very firmly in the clutches of old people. Yeah. What being a, a really um old population, you know, that that's the the largest bracket is you know, those olds as we call them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very easy to be apathetic when you yeah. seem like you know, your demographic does not count at the booth. Right. Yeah. With that being said, I really don't know how they exactly work. I'm pretty sure it's pretty similar to any type of uh you know, election type of uh, system that you find in other countries and all that type of stuff. Uh, as far as I know, <laughs> women are allowed to vote. You don't have to have the head <laughs> of the household come up there and, like, you know, say something like that. Maybe they do. That would be hilarious if that is actually the case. But uh, Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, people don't directly vote for the prime minister, right? The prime minister is appointed by the diet? Mm. Yeah, that, that would be similar to the U.K., yeah, like the leader of each party, right? Ah, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, <laughs> rescue my wife from an uh, insect invasion in the kitchen. <laughs> Welcome to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, had to put my katana away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, did you guys cover this then? You done? <laughs> More or less. I didn't know, James, did you have any... With you being, you know, married man, being in Japan longer than us, did you have any insights or anything like that about voting in Japan? Or did you I know that. Um, I know that as foreigners, we'll never be able to vote. Yeah, um, we talked about that. But whatever, I don't follow Japanese politics. Yeah. yeah. It's I, like I've started following Japanese politics a <laughs> little bit. It's not. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't recommend it. It's like, yeah. How much do you hate China? Oh. <laughs> how, much do you hate, how much do you hate South Korea? That's yeah, the, basically. That's, that's the, the platform, platform, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Russ's uh, trolling thing about uh, women being allowed to vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I'm, I'm pretty sure Japan was probably the last, one of the last on the list of countries that allowed women to vote, but <laughs> it is true now. Probably. Well, we'll see. Maybe. I mean, my wife did say that she's like, yeah, I didn't feel like voting. And maybe that it could have been because she wasn't allowed or because she just didn't want to. I just, you know, the jury's out on her. Well, there's a lot of apathy, you know, towards 
politicians. Well, it's the same in my country, England. You know, people don't vote. They they can't be bothered, or they just don't care, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's only if like the country's literally on fire that they might think about actually voting. <laughs> Should we move on to some listener live listener feedback? Yep. Uh, you know, first I'll go ahead and read uh, kind of a comment that we got here um, from Jarrett. It looks like, and he said, "This is something that I think you know, it's kind of interesting, and I think it's kind of fun." He said, "Did you know that Super Smash Brothers for 3DS and Wii U?" Uh, was called Daidanto, or Great Melee, Super Smash, Brother, or Super Smash, or Smash Brothers in Japan. It's a catchy name. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the Smash Brothers games, if not all, have that, like, title. Right, James? No? Yeah, they're yes. all called Daidanto Smash Brothers. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, yeah. It's exactly. just whatever. It's just the ending that changes. So, right. yeah, there's Daidanto Smash Brothers, and then there was um, uh, DX. Mm-hmm. which is Melee, and then there was X, which was Brawl, and then there's four Wii U and four 3DS, yep. which is, yeah, the obvious ones. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, it's only the last one that it's been the same subtitle in, across all regions, right? Right. Yeah. It's weird how DX came before X, but yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even aware that that was the, the Brawl was called in uh, Japan, because I think at the time... I had imported the U.S. version by mm-hmm. going to an yeah, old defunct game store in Akihabara called Game Hollywood. Oh, yeah, good times. It's good. I mean, yeah, I paid, like, you know, almost two times the price for the <laughs> game, but, you know, that's when I started buying Japanese stuff, so, after that point. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. It is called X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play it after Xenoblade X. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... Cross. It was X. It wasn't Cross. Right. Sure. This whole cross, um, you know, they've got obsession with the word X and being cross at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's more of a recent thing, isn't it? This started probably within the past decade. I mean, cross media bar and playing on Sony systems and stuff. I mean, you know. yeah, I guess, but it wasn't Smash Brothers Cross. <laughs> no, no, it was Ekusu. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, so, maybe they're uh, just going to call it Four and the name of system from now on. It's very possible. Yeah. So let's see. Moving on to Twitter. Um, but, 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 but maybe James, you can look through. Maybe didn't you have some things lined up? Maybe not. Yeah, I got. I got something. I got something today, just now, from Mark Harrison. Okay. Uh, his Twitter handle is Flapping Eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming he's American. Um, he says, a few nights ago, I dreamed that Nintendo called their next console the Nintendo Mozart. Good game or not? Good name or not? Good name or not. <laughs> <laughs> I was that was always... a, that's a terrible name, but, you know, it could happen. <laughs> I was always... I mean, they, I was did, always... They, they call a system the Wii. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I was always partial to the rumored Star Cube for GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently that was a last-minute change. Oh, man, <laughs> didn't IGN like register IGN dot Star Cube and then they had to change it? Probably. I mean, that's where I read it first back in the day. You know, geez, you know what, fourteen, fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah, fun times. Um, yeah, uh, thank. I just yeah, quick thank you to um, Billy. Joe Bananas and Addison Webb for uh, their good vibes on Twitter about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Splatoon Gate. 
um, thanks, guys. Uh, Cell, uh, Cy, Cyrus the Virus, um, says he needs a th- he needs a 3DS Splatoon game. Mm. Since uh, he says since Nintendo CEOs obviously listen to the Famicast, tell them to make one. <laughs> Your thing, Ty. Oh, Ty, not Cy. Ty, Cy. One of those two. You're welcome. Um, okay. <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, RFN went live after the Famicast, after Ty did the uh, the OP roller uh, tirade that he went on last episode, and then mm-hmm. RFN were talking about uh, the roller being overpowered. But that was quite <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was quite a good uh, uh, back-to-back episode. If you listen to them back-to-back, it would be quite funny. <laughs> wow, they've all been exposed as people who are bad at video games. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, but in, in all fairness, I think they did say, you know, uh, they did okay. say about the, it was actually balanced out. And actually, since then, you just reminded me, I saw um, a pro player, like on the Splatoon Twitter, that, you know, they've only got a Japanese Twitter account, actually, at the moment. No, there's an American one, too. Oh, they do? Yes. But the Splatoon JP ones, when Splatoon I follow. US. Um, oh, is it just Splatoon US? Yes. They tweeted out a video of somebody playing with the roller who's, like, super pro at it, and they were, like, jumping and splatting up ink, so you could yeah. actually climb high walls and stuff like that. You know, uh, I was I couldn't do that when I was playing it. I thought you, you couldn't really do high walls, you know, spreading the ink with the roller, but you can, you know, if you jump and time it correctly, you can inflict a lot of damage in lots of different ways, like you can hit people from above and just splatter them without even doing the rolling. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the flick cool is thing. really deadly. Yeah, yeah the, the flick, flick, yeah. I, you know, since the last episode, I watched the Splatoon Direct, actually, actually last night. <laughs> and uh, now it's cool, it's good to see all some of the, <coughs> excuse me, some of the stuff you <laughs> can do with that stuff. So that's cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, speaking of Splatoon, uh, Addison brought up, he said, hey, you guys are going to be getting up early tomorrow for Splatoon. Like I said earlier in the show, um, here in Japan, it's going to start at 7 o'clock in the morning, which is about seven hours from now. <laughs> so I am I need to actually, first of all, download the application on my Wii U. <laughs> God, you haven't even done that? No, because I didn't. I missed out the last test fire. So I was like, well, fuck it. It's never coming back again. <laughs> Great job. Do you know, um, are, there, are there giving you any updated features since the last test fire, or is it just exactly the same? I'm pretty sure it'll be exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, they're my surprises. <laughs> Again, we're, going, we're saying things about Splatoon without actually knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're saying this, yeah, like we said, this is the day before the, the, the second, um, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> test fire. Live test fire, right. Yeah, and a last shout-out to Unhatch Yoshi Egg um, saying that he appreciates the uh, the harsh stuff that we're doing on the Famicast at the moment. He, he likes the rants on whatever random topics that we discuss. <laughs> but yeah, that was the guy I must have been thinking about at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everyone.
right, that's pretty much going to do it for today. So we're going to go ahead and close up the show by giving you our own personal Twitter handles. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Danny Biv. That's D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Um, recently, I've been talking a lot about Xenoblade and posting pictures about it. So if you're into Xenoblade and want to hear or see more about it, uh, I'll try to post non-spoilery stuff on there. So uh, check it out. Um, how about you, James? Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter. Um, <laughs> at Family Complicated. Um, nothing really to talk about tweet-wise. Um, so I'll just, uh, I don't know, I'll hype up my uh, uh, YouTube channel. If you want to get in the mood for Tokyo Game Show, go ahead and watch my uh, Tokyo Game Show trolling video from last year. And we'll get, I don't know about you, Danny, but I'm getting more and more emails about the Tokyo Game Show. Which, oh, yeah, is, yeah. which is coming on, uh, I think it's, this, it's September the, is it the 18th and 19th, 20th something. and 21st, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. and the good thing is I'm not working the whole time, so oh, I can actually awesome. go every single day. Cool, cool. Which will be a first in a long time, so yeah. A bit bit early for hyping up <laughs> the Tokyo yeah. Game Show, but... Uh, uh, who knows, it's going to be there, Nintendo-wise, probably not much, but <laughs> maybe we can make a couple cool trolley videos or something, that'd be worth it. Definitely, that's definitely going to happen, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah in, in, in all seriousness, no, uh, if you do enjoy some uh, joyful trolling, and then, yeah, please check out my YouTube video. I kind of walk around Japan and make funny videos of uh, various shops, and I kind of point stuff out about Japan and yeah, things that I see, usually game-related, Nintendo-related. So, yeah, pleased to enjoy Cool. And uh, Ty? Ah, uh, yes. My uh, Twitter is SuperCatDrugs. Um, you may see some strange tweets on there from time to time. Uh, it's a good place to... <laughs> it's pretty much the only place to get a lot of insight into the Japanese Killer Instinct community. <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm the one that speaks English. <laughs> uh, 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 Okti's pretty good at English, and he's going to Evo this year. So if you go to Evo, say hi to him. Um, so yeah, once again, Twitter is super cat drugs. Cool. Oh, by the way, you may have noticed on the the Famicast Twitter every now and then there's a tweet <laughs> about snack foods. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah, I yeah, noticed that. Yeah, those are all me. <laughs> so it's a small little series called WTF Am I Eating? <laughs> yeah. What are yeah. you eating, Ty? Did you eat anything crazy today? Um, probably. <laughs> yeah, I had some weird, like cracker things. They 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 were called like the brand is bourbon, but it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Bourbon crackers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally <laughs> ate the wasabi and soy sauce Doritos. Cool. Yeah. I just yeah. had to point out that Comic Sans <laughs> featured prominently on the packaging. Nice. That's the thing in Japan. You see it on stationery and stuff, you know, some cool-looking English words. They just use, like, the, the, the first cool font they can find in MS Paint. <laughs> Actually, no, in all fairness, um, in one of the classes that I teach in my new school, and um, we do about design and stuff, and I said, like, which is the one font you should never, ever use? And all of them said Comic Sans, and I was so proud. Good. And they're all Japanese people. 
Nice job. Yeah. I use A- A's for everyone. Unapologetically <laughs> on my uh, worksheets for school. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. Uh, the other teachers do. I prefer Impact. That's my favorite font. I am Impact. Oriva <laughs> gorgeous. Great song. Yeah. All right, so Dan, Danny, you don't have to end the show with that song every single time, by the way. Hey, I haven't end, I, I haven't ended the show with it like maybe three or four times, tops. You can fade it in, fade it in a little bit now, and then fade it out. Okay, that's it. That's yeah. enough. You got it. Not you guys watching or something live. <laughs> something you have to catch <laughs> yeah. up on the fact. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, and uh, if you want to see more of that crazy stuff about the food and whatnot, uh, you can follow us again. I've said this multiple times throughout the show, but just to make sure you have it in your head, because I know when I'm listening to podcasts and I think, oh, God, what the hell is this? What, where the hell can I find those guys? Well, guess what? I'm saying it again so you can know. You can find us at the Famicast on Twitter. Uh, you want to send us in? I forgot. Say that again. <laughs> if you want to send us an email, you can do that at uh, famicast at nintendoworldreport.com, so be sure to do that. You can read your uh, stuff out here on the air. So uh, that's pretty much going to do it for the main part of the show. So, guys, thanks a lot for coming on, and um, thank you guys out there for watching and listening. Ace is out. Get Please like us. Please like us. <laughs> <laughs>